Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Thank you so much, Jay, and it is good to be with you here on the International Gospel Hour. We've been talking about one word this week, and that is the word, well, it's the word, word. We've been bringing forth some thoughts from a study called One Word, a wonderful 52-week study of various words of the Bible. I'm indebted to my friends Dale Jenkins, David Shannon, and others who edit this good material. And dear friends, before we begin, may I ask you a question? Would you love to learn more about having life everlasting? And may I share with you that involves living a better quality of life on this earth. Are you struggling? Are you having challenges in life? I hope this study today will be of help to you. Before we begin that study, let me remind you that everything we offer here on the International Gospel Hour is absolutely free. We offer a variety of study material, and we also offer a free Bible correspondence course that I'll tell you how to get that in just a bit. Let's now continue our thoughts, and let's think about the Word of Life. From John 5:21 through 24 Jesus said, For as the Father raises the dead and gives life to them, even to the Son gives life to whom He will. For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son, that all should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life, and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. Let's discuss this text just a little bit. First of all, when we see the words everlasting life, the word has, or in the old King James Version, hath, is in the possessive form. This is the quality of life, not the quantity. You see, when one truly believes in God, one will respond to God in His Word. It's simply not enough just to believe in God. We need to understand why we believe in God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. We know that from Hebrews 11.6. But we also understand that, according to James 2 and verse 19, that the devils believe, yet they tremble. The devils would not believe and be prompted to study. So, dear friends, a lot of people believe in God. But will that belief move us to grow as God would have us? We find that an individual that will respond to God in His Word is ready to make some life changes. That they're ready to crucify that old man of sin, according to Romans 6, 3-6, and to keep a good life walking that way, as we see in Ephesians 4, 20-24. The word of life, and the word of life, and that being of Christ, and to see that word grants us how we can live. Let's talk about the word of life. And let's consider another text from John. We're going to start in chapter 6 with verse 53, and we're going to read a little, 
and then we're going to study a little. First of all, we want to talk about John six fifty three through 60 as the word of life teaches us to partake. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you will have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers ate the manna and are dead. He who eats this bread will live forever. These things he said in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Therefore many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can understand it? Let's pause there with our reading from John six fifty-three through 60. You see, many of his disciples indeed declared it is a hard saying. And you think about it. Eat his flesh and drink his blood? My, that's cannibalism. We see the necessity of food and drink throughout chapter 6, though. Keep in context, Jesus has just fed 5,000. And he even taught about the manna that was given in the wilderness for the children of Israel to survive that we read of in the book of Exodus. So when Jesus speaks of to partake of Christ, he is that bread of life, the word of life that will fill us. His blood redeems us, as we see from Ephesians 1.7 and 1 Peter 1.18 and following. We have an indication of Jesus' teaching here concerning the Last Supper, which in turn for the church to partake of the Lord's Supper on the first day of every week as we worship. We learn this from Acts 20 and verse 7, and taught about remembering His death and the and his uh, his death, rather, and the bread and the fruit of the vine in 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 20 and following. Dear friends, belief alone is not acceptable. When we believe, that is a quality of life that we have changed that we may grow. It is rather a belief in partaking of every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, according to Matthew 4. So when Jesus teaches us, To eat his flesh and drink his blood, we understand a total embracing of believing in him and to feed from him. And we also see that indication of remembering him with the Lord's Supper upon the first day of every week. Dear friends, when we read this, that keeps us constant in our belief in him. When we think of the Lord's Supper and we're reminded of that weekly, then that freshes our minds as we worship Him. The Word of Life teaches us to partake. Dear friends, are we bringing forth some thoughts that are prompting some curiosity within you? You know, the study of the Word of Life is so refreshing. I mentioned moments ago about our free Bible study course. You got it, folks. You can order this course. It'll be mailed to you. You can study at your own pace in the privacy of your own home. Here's all you do. Call us toll-free at 1-855-444-6988. 
That's 1-855-IGH, or International Gospel Hour, if you will. 1-855-444-6988. And your free Bible course will come your way. If you'd like to write us at the internationalgospelhour.com and leave us your contact information, that will work just as well. But if you'd like to give us a quick call, 1-855-444-6988. Leave us your request, your name, your address, and we'll send that Bible course to you as soon as possible. And now, let's continue some other thoughts on the Word of Life. Not only does He teach us to partake, He teaches us to proceed. Now we go back to John 6. We pick up with verse 61 through 65. When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this, he said to them, Does this offend you? What then if you should see the Son of Man ascend where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were, who did not believe, and who would betray him. And he said, Therefore I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by my Father. Oh, dear friends, Jesus assured them of his words. They are spirit and life. You put both of those together. Oh, you can't miss that. You know, James chapter 2 at the end of that chapter says that the spirit without the body, is dead also. There's spirit, there's life. His words are spirit and life. They teach us to partake, they teach us to proceed. They help us to grow, they help us to mature, to move away from that old life, and to embrace the new. He assured them of His words. Again, it was true of His words in giving thanks. When we were to go back to John 6 and verse 11, there were those that were hungry, Well, food would sustain their life. And they could believe Jesus, yet they would have never taken a bite. And then that's something. When they were hungry, that food would sustain them. It's true of his words in ceasing fear on the sea in chapter 6 and verse 20, and a parallel text of Matthew 14. We see that in this text that there was fear, the storms were at sea, and life could be lost. But Jesus calmed the seas. Quite recently, my wife and I took a trip to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, to the Titanic exhibit. Folks, I was just amazed looking at that and reminded of that horrible tragedy and how there were those on lifeboats that watched loved ones go under in that huge ship. You know, it was said that the band continued to play that whole time And one of the last songs they played was, Nearer, My God, to Thee. I can't imagine that fear of that night out in the dark in that cold water. But you see, Jesus can cease the fear we have. It was true of His teaching of the multitude that came that partook of the Christ, the bread of life, as they listened to Him again in chapter 6, 22-40. When I have faith in the word of life, it cannot be faith alone. It takes my response to Him in obedience, and I proceed according to the teaching in His will, and I believe in Him, and I'm going to embrace it. And in turn, that word teaches us to proclaim, John 6, beginning with verse 66. I want us to look at verse 68 specifically that says, 
But Simon Peter answered and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Dear friends, there is none other to whom we shall go. If we're struggling with things in life, we're seeking for the answers of life, we're striving to find what we can find and do what we can, God will grant us the words of eternal life. He will instruct us of His salvation. Let's continue our studies together from the Word of God. I am Jeff Archie. Thanks for joining me on the International Gospel Hour today. And dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope first that it glorified God, but second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh!